Welcome in to Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by my co-host Mozzie. How you doing? How's it going, man? You're doing good. pretty well. I kind of said the word host kind of weird there. I said co-hot almost. Co-hot. Nice. Wink, it's wink. so hot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the draft is done. We've got everyone in a spot. Um, getting some, you know, undrafted free agents signed. Um, all underwhelming as far as like <laughs> landing spots go. I think that's the kind of general feeling. There are some great fits that I'm excited about, though. Yeah, I like where a couple people went here and there in various mm-hmm. systems. It was a it was a deep draft in terms of just like solid players. Like yeah. there were just a lot of good players in those like second to fourth, even fifth rounds. Yeah, that <sighs> is like we've talked about, it was a really good defensive draft too. So there were so many wide receivers and I was doing my list of rankings. I was like, Oh my God. I just <laughs> like I it was one I was like, All right, I'm all done. And I looked through it and I was like, damn it, I forgot Paris Campbell. <laughs> I'm like everybody else, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, he's, I mean, he got a really good landing spot, too, so. Yeah. He's, I mean, I think he's in first-round territory, but, I mean, he, we can. He is. Yeah, depending on how big your league is. Like, 12-team league gets, you know, back of the first. He makes a lot of sense. But, um, anyway, um, today, I mean, it's going to be kind of rookie rankings talking about, you know, who we like the most, um, kind of position by position, I guess. So we can do that and then kind of do a combined ranking at the end. Um, at quarterback, it's Kyler Murray, and that's about it. <laughs> There's not much else to go for there. No, he's the only one that's like guaranteed to be starting in September this year. Yeah, I think I think Dwayne Haskins will probably start pretty soon, if not right away. But agreed. Um, yeah, so like Haskins is pretty much the only quarterback I'm, you know, like I think is worth taking it all after Kyler Murray. Um, I mean, I don't like Drew Locker, Daniel Jones, Will Greer is behind Cam Newton. So. Right. Yeah, your only hope with Greer is that Cam gets re-injured, which you don't really want to root for injuries. Yeah. But yeah, like if you if you have Cam in a dynasty league, you may want to take Greer kind of at some point as insurance. Yeah, that'd be cool. Which I may do that <laughs> <laughs> since I do have Cam. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think Haskins will. My my prediction is he'll be starting by like honestly probably week four. But I'm saying like week seven is when he'll definitely be starting. He yeah. could honestly just start at the beginning of the year. I don't understand why you personally you would start Case Keenum unless oh, Haskins is. I just... was gonna say I thought that was where it ended. Why you would start Case Keenum? <laughs> the end of that. <laughs> it should be <laughs> like unless Dwayne Haskins is super just has no idea. He's just super green. Mm-hmm. There's really no point. Like, what are you gonna get out of Keenum? Exactly. Except you know mediocrity, but. <laughs> Yeah, also, I think the Redskins will be pretty rough this year, so... Well, I, like, <laughs> their defense looks scary. Yeah, I mean, like, last year, like, their games were so low-scoring last year, and I don't see that changing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest on that. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I, I, like, as terms of where to tape these guys, Kyler Murray, super flex, he's the first guy. If what not super flex, where would you take Kyler Murray? I guess, like, you know... Kind of like the eighth pick, I would kind of start looking at him in a non-super flex. Yeah, um, and he's still a first rounder. Yeah, he's he is a first rounder. I think first you have to take care of like Jacobs and Montgomery, and then uh, yeah, I think I think once you get to probably like four f- or five wide receivers that people believe are all equally kind of in that number one position, just on different teams. Yeah, I think once you get past so like. Jacobs and Montgomery, then, you know, maybe Sanders, too. And then you got Harry, Metcalf, 
and then possibly the other receivers. Like Kyler Murray's still like I guess like an end of the first guy in mm-hmm. non super flex. Um, and then after after that, it's kind of a crapshoot on the rest of the quarterbacks in non super flex. Um, you know, the last like three quarterbacks taken in the draft, I just didn't even rate because I don't think they're gonna see the field possibly didn't, ever. Didn't the Pats team, right? They, they did. Oh, I gotta keep an eye on him. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. But um, I saw some. I saw like somewhere that like the Chargers may try to use East East and Stick, like um, like the Saints used Taysom Hill. I'm like, please no. <laughs> but, um, As a quarter running wide receiver back, <laughs> he's he's a uh, half dollar. I'm just gonna <laughs> whatever you want to mix with all the coins in the terms. But right, um, yeah. So after after. Murray, you know, the guys, the other guys are going to go pretty late and not super flex. Outside of Murray, like, I don't even know if anyone, I would even consider anyone else in the first round in a super flex league. I could see Haskins maybe, like, end of the first round in, in a super flex, but even then. Yeah, maybe a Redskins fan. Yeah, or an OSU fan. <laughs> oh. So, I mean, that's what you got to bank on, but someone's, someone's going to, like, there are plenty of people who really like Dwayne Haskins, so. Yeah, I remember when I was looking at his stats, I really liked the offense that he seemed to run. They were really good at spreading the ball around, which was good. He wasn't just stuck on Paris Campbell. His, oh, his birthday's in. Aw. Dwayne Haskins, that's neat. But, um, yeah, I'm really curious just where, like, what the range of Daniel Jones drafting spots is going to be. Oh, my in, God. In Dynasty <laughs> League. Wow, it's going to be interesting. I want somebody to just take him. It like pick six. I want someone to do <laughs> I want someone to do what Gettleman did. <laughs> Daniel Jones. I don't even like the fit for Daniel Jones in New York, even if like he was good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What so, an egregious reach. Yeah, and based on what the Dolphins traded for Rosen, the Giants could have easily gotten him. But like man, that whole Rosen thing is interesting. I mean Yeah, I, I think the Dolphins won the draft. Yeah, I, I think I guess I think we talked about like briefly the possibility that Dolphins like a quarterback room of uh, Fitzpatrick and Rose. That would be great. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think that'll I think it'll go well for for the Dolphins in that and that trade because I'm I'm it's well documented that I like. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I don't. I really think he got treated unfairly. I bet he loves that he's in Miami now. Oh my God. Yeah, he's he's ready to stick it like that. Yeah. That, that he, AFC East. <laughs> he and Darno and Jalen are all together now. Right. They can team up and finally defeat Thanos. Sorry, Brady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, so I guess we can move on to running backs. Um, after the Crow news, Josh Jacobs is unquestioned number one. Yeah, he was my number one even with Crow on the team. And then now it's just like he's like S+. Plus. Yeah. Like, even... <laughs> Even in like super flex drafts now, like you, like you're still probably taking Kyler Murray first, but Josh Jacobs like isn't that far off now, just because like everyone was kind of concerned about the immediate production right away, but like that's concerns gone now. And then you know standards, he's the very first pick now. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll most likely be the first take in drafts. Yeah, he'll he'll get a lot of touches this year. And I, I said I was trying to trade up for him yesterday before the crow news, and now it's just you know no no not gonna happen. But. Aww. But after him, um, it gets, you know, there's not not a lot after him. Um, yeah, it gets a little dicey. Yeah, so David Montgomery is the easy number two for me. A lot yeah. Some people have Miles Sanders, and for me, the Eagles backfield is just a little too messy for my taste. 
It's a little bit dependent on maybe your league's formatting. I do think Montgomery will slide in more nicely to like the first and second down role on the team, whereas Sanders will be relegated to more like the third down catching situation. Sanders looks like he's just going to be like what Clement or Clement and uh, Sproles and all of them were. <laughs> yeah, like hopefully, hopefully his versatility. Oh, bless you. Hopefully his Thank versatility you. allows him to like cut it down to like two or three backs a game instead of like five backs a game. Five backs. Who's getting it? I don't know. Some other guy. Yeah. So Josh like, Adams. <laughs> yeah, really. So maybe if it's just like Sanders and like one or two other people, that's a lot better than you know, four guys a game. So. Well, yeah. Right now it looks like it's Jordan Howard and Sanders, which I I like. Yeah, and then. There'll be other guys, like, mildly. But, as like I said, Philly just hasn't shown any consistency at all with, like, their running back usage. So. No, like, they really haven't. They're, they're like the Patriots. Trying to figure it out is very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there there is there is potential value there because it's a good offense, though. That's the thing. He's, like, a, he's a riskier pick. At least, like, in the, you know, immediate future. I don't know how long Jordan Howard's going to be around there. But, you know, getting a running back in a good offense is always nice. But... Um, is it like, I mean, the, the Chicago Bears offense is better now. And like, Jordan Howard got a lot of touches, too. He just, you know, like, is Jordan Howard. So, but, yeah. um, like, Montgomery can actually catch. So, like, he'll be able to stay on the field more. They'll be able to do more with him. Like, Cohen got a ton of receptions last year. Like, I imagine Montgomery will steal some of those. So, and mm-hmm. I, I don't expect Mike Davis to be a, you know, threat. No. No. <laughs> I'm like, Mike like, Davis, like, no. Be like Mike Davis is there. I'm like, okay, so <laughs> fucking okay. Um, I like consistently all off season have had to like remind myself that Mike Davis is on the team because I'll forget <laughs> it and then I'll be like, oh yeah, Mike Davis is there. Everyone like, forgot that Crowell was on the Raiders too. Like that kept like getting like you know looked over. Yeah, I saw a lot of fantasy experts that, that were talking about in Josh Jacobs just like oh he's got nobody there to compete with. Flinch just retired. He's going to take the starting role. And I'm like, well, I mean they. They did just sign Isaiah Crowell. Yeah, so it's not like negligible, but I mean, it is now. Rip. Now, now it is. Yeah. Um, after those guys, running back kind of sucks. Um, so I know. Yeah, there got... are a few like bit key roles that a few of them might play. Uh, like right here, I've got Damian Harris sort of being that Rex Burkhead replacement for the Patriots, mm-hmm. which means. He's not gonna have a ton of fantasy value <laughs> until he does, <laughs> and then it's gonna be gone again. <laughs> so you know, have fun with that one. They still have Michelle. They still have James White. They're gonna have that three-headed dragon there of Harris, White, and Michelle. Mm-hmm. Oh, the word dragon for because it is it is it is strong. It is like good back, like a good offense. Yeah, and they rotate it constantly. You never know which head's attacking you at which time. Mm-hmm. But trying to predict that for fantasy is going to be infuriating. Yeah, and um, I, I, he he will have value at various points this year. He's gonna mm. just gonna like. It's gonna yeah, be he's one gonna of... have a three touchdown game with ten yards rushing, <laughs> or, or like if <laughs> if anyone ahead of him goes down, he's gonna instantly be super valuable too. But, exactly, because he, he's a talented back. And then um, I I like Justice Hill to Baltimore. I do too. That's that seems like a really good fit. Um, and Mark Ingram's there ahead of him right now, but I have no idea how much they want to use Ingram, how long they'll use Ingram. They probably want to run a good amount. It won't be as much as last year, I don't think. But I mean, Justice Hill <laughs> will have some usable weeks, and I like. I definitely like him a lot as a dynasty pickup, like kind of later in your draft because like, everyone's like, "Oh, Mark Ingram's there." But like, 
I don't think Mark Ingram long. Like, no, there's no way. He just hit 30, right? Yeah, I'm not 100 sure what your his contract is. I'm looking it up right now. But like after this year, like if Mark Ingram's gone, then it's Justice Hill, right? So, um, so this year he's not really that cuttable. Um, next year he kind of is, <clears throat> but um, after 2020 he's pretty much you know they can get rid of him super easily. But like even 20, even 2020, like if they cut him before that year. Like, it's a three mil dead cap, so it's not, like, a huge hit. It wouldn't save them a whole lot, I'd save them, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so, I mean, it's not like, <coughs> you know, it's too much, and it is, you know, 30-year-old Mark Ingram, who's, you know, he, uh, almost 30 now, so. That's crazy that he's 30. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Oof. Oof. Getting old. Yeah, after that, there are some interesting spots. I think, Bri- I think Bryce Love's gonna sit on the IR-, IR all year, but like if he does get healthy, Bryce Love is super talented. Yeah, that's an interesting running back situation. I mean, if he hadn't gotten hurt, he would have been one of the top picks in the draft at least yeah. a year ago. Now he, like he did his senior year, and now he's all messed up. Uh, but you have Geis coming back, and then they also have Chris Thompson, who's also like exists. I don't know. Yeah exists but also in a constant state of injury like Bryce Love. I th- I think eventually Love could I don't know. I think he he could eventually take that backfield. So I see your very last bit is my bold prediction, sell guys, get this guy, he's better. Yep. Oh, I mean like the ceiling is there. Like I you know, I get that. It's just is it how much are the injuries going to take from him? I guess is my Yeah, and it's tough with injuries to to bank on that because like if he can't if he would have come out earlier like with that draft class he would have been like you know high draft pick high rookie draft pick like high, mm-hmm. high capital yeah he is the ultimate buy low another buy low i like mm-hmm. um he got a really muddy spot but after a lot you know less muddy um <laughs> yeah that backfield is just full of the geriatrics <laughs> yeah <'cause laughs> and they're so all they- really good still yeah, so like they've got Yeldon this year. I imagine they'll keep him this year. He's pretty cuttable after this year. Gore's there. I don't know what. Let me look at his contract. But I mean, I don't see how long it could be. Um, yeah, it's only a one-year deal. And then McCoy's there. But again, how long is he there? Let's take a look. Um, he's in the last year of his deal. So. Yep. Singletary has you know a good opening after this year to really slide in there. And depending on how good or bad they are, they could get a better look at him later in the year. So. Singletary took a huge hit to his draft stock when he went to Buffalo because everyone's like, oh, shoot, Buffalo, they're not good. Oh, shoot, Buffalo, crowded with old guys. Oh, shoot, Buffalo, also signed T.J. Yeldon, who I think T.J. Yeldon is a good back. So, like, I, like. Yeah, Singletary's, yeah. like, fourth on the depth, depth chart now. The yeah, depth not, chart. <laughs> it is a depth chart. <laughs> oh, gross. But... Yeah, I wasn't as big on Singletary as everyone else was coming in, but, like, you know, he's still good, obviously. Um, one thing I do want to talk about is Cincinnati. I, just, I don't get what they're doing, I guess. <laughs> like, they brought, didn't they bring in two running backs, right? Yeah. Yeah, why? I, <laughs> well, one of them is just, like, a total, you know, gamble. They went and got Anderson on, like, the off chance that he doesn't, turn into the like plagued by injuries monster mm-hmm. and actually is really good because he is really good he's just always had injuries so i mean that was just kind of like a gamble but who was the other guy they took i'm looking for it right now and by they took um oh travion williams as well ah uh, so they, 
they don't like mixing. Yeah, no, they were both late picks. It was six round, but still, like, why would you text there? I don't, I don't know. So, and I'm, it's not like, it's not a high capital thing, and Mixon's still definitely <laughs> the best back there, but, like, you know they're going to give the other guys all just enough to be, <laughs> like, just enough to limit his ceiling. Um, yeah, anyway, one other guy, obviously, Daryl Henderson. That was an interesting spot, and you have to worry about Gurley now. Yeah, definitely a little bit of concern there. They do still have Malcolm Brown, and they like Malcolm Brown yeah, a lot, too. Yeah, and they, they match the offer sheet that the Lions gave him. So yeah. They so paid like, for Malcolm Brown. They're very much intent on keeping Brown there. So yeah. I think that limits Henderson's potential a little bit. And then they got, yeah, they got uh, Henderson. Did they trade up for him? I think Let's they did. see. I wish there was, like, a better way to track all this, but I'm pretty sure that they did, like, trade up for Henderson. From Tampa Bay, yeah. They got the pick from Tampa. They so, picked him sixth in the third. Yeah, it's, you know, an early, early pick in the third. It, you know, it's not like a throwaway pick by any means. So, No, I mean, Henderson was one of the more, like, highly regarded backs coming into the draft. I know you weren't that high on him. Um, I also didn't <laughs> really think he was as good of a prospect as, say, some of the other guys. But he's in an interesting system. You know that he's got an offensive line that's going to give him at least three yards on every play. So, mm-hmm. and yeah. he looks definitely more like the downhill kind of back. Yeah, and they also they also talked about running more uh, two back sets. Interesting. And then um, other guy worth mentioning, um, what's his name? Uh, Freaking the guy from Minnesota. Um, I think it's Alexander Madison, I believe. Yeah, Madison. Yeah. He's instant handcuffed to Dalvin Cook, and that's instantly necessary. <laughs> yeah, because Dalvin Cook is instantly hurt. Oh, there it goes. <laughs> but, he was um, from where? Boise? Hmm? Boise State, right? I think so. Let me see. I, I don't. Sorry, I don't remember off the top of my head where Alexander Madison is from. <laughs> I think that I think he's from Boise State. Yep. I googled his name. I saw that bright blue. There it is. That bright blue. But um, it's my yeah. boy Blue. Don't know if there's anyone else major I need to bring up here for the running backs, but any love for seventh round pick Miles Gaskin going to Miami? No, oh. <laughs> it might just be you. I do have a little bit of love for him there, just because I think that the Dolphins just got a Patriots head coach, and I think they just drafted someone that looks a lot like James White. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> And they just got Josh Rosen. So I feel like they're trying to like rebuild the Pats in Miami, the one yeah. place they could never go before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I, you know, you do say that, but I think Kenyon Drake is definitely a winner from this draft because they didn't replace him. Same with Ronald yeah. Jones, they didn't replace. Kenyon, him. Yeah, for sure, Kenyon Drake is still the the guy. Yeah, Jones will slash Parker. Um, I know the Colts did sign Spencer Ware, so that hurts you know Marlon Mack a little bit, but they didn't you know draft anyone. Um, there were a couple other, like, there were, like, a couple, like, spots where I'm like, oh, like, this back is fine as long as they don't, you know, add to it. Um, did Houston add anyone? I don't think so. I don't think they got anyone. They just really trust Lamar Miller, huh? Yeah, they got Colin <laughs> Gillespie in the last round. They really trust Lamar Miller, then, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, I, I mean that that or Donta Foreman is fine. Like it's one of those two things or both. Like so, I'm honestly shocked. Yeah, when I, I thought took they would Lamar take Miller like 
last year. I didn't think I was going to get two years out of him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I would like. It's, he's, he's he's like the consistent. He's like such an RB two man. It's hilarious. He is. He is like the quintessential RB two. So forgotten about. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think he'll get you just enough <laughs> to not get rid of him. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get any other situations. Oh, um, Green Bay. I don't think took a running back. I don't believe it. They, yeah, but no. I think they're all in on Jones. Yeah, they took Dexter Williams in the sixth round. So again, you know, it's you know last little bit of the draft taking a running back. So Aaron Jones is a winner from that. And then, like I said, Tampa, um, Rojo slash Barber. Which... Oh, there was a. There were two other things. The first is uh, the Falcons got Quadri Allison, which I think is basically going to be the new Ito Smith. And then Ito Smith's going to be the Tevin Coleman. Yeah, yeah. Tevin Coleman. So he kind of moves into the third spot there, mm-hmm. which is for the future, not terrible. Yeah, it's a valuable offense. Yeah. And then uh, Dallas picked two running backs in this draft. Now, what the fuck is that about? Yeah, um, They didn't have anyone else, I think. Like, I'm not sure how the contracts were for it, but I don't know if um, Rod Smith was still under contract or not. Okay. Because I was I looking check. at that, and I'm like, was this just like a warning flare? Like, were they taking all these running backs like all right Zeke, your contract's coming up soon yeah. don't be greedy because we got these guys here now <laughs> yeah they, yeah they don't have rod smith anymore um okay so but yeah it's mostly just insurance i mean you, you need running backs on the depth chart. i don't think they had many just but um because you know there's always obviously a looming zeke you know mm-hmm. issues and then obviously you know there is always injury risk he's been pretty durable so i'm not worried about that too much right i don't think it means a whole lot i i I don't, I don't see why they would give anyone but Zeke all the carries, like, for any good reason. No, I don't either. I feel like they took these guys purely just so that, like, they have insurance in case the worst comes to worst. Yeah, because, like, they they run the ball a lot. So, like, if, if Zeke is gone at all, they want to keep their offense going. That's kind of, like, how it's been in the past. Like, every like every running back that comes in is valuable. So they want, you know, guys who, who can at least get, like, replacement level, you know, production out of that. I was pretty surprised that Mike Weber fell to them in the seventh round. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't huge on Mike Weber. So. I thought he should have been a, like a fifth round pick, but yeah. I guess that's not too far off. But still, one thing I did notice was Alex Barnes did go undrafted. I was I was curious. This big big guy, Alex Barnes, thirty four rep bench press. Alex, really? He went undrafted. Yeah. Well, a couple guys did. Honestly, Caleb Wilson almost went undrafted. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, so this was it was a deep draft. It wasn't like super top heavy, but at least like offense. Yeah, exactly. There were there weren't like a ton of stars. There were just like a lot of really good. But um, except for I'll argue at wide receiver, which we're going to next. Um, oh I, baby, I think receiver was great. People like some people are starting to get like down on it at the end. I'm like, no, this this class is fucking loaded. Like receiver and tight end are this class is awesome. The landing spots less than ideal for the most part, but. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think when, I mean, winners, you know, immediately Nikhil Harry, obviously going to the Patriots in the first round, that's, you yeah. know, that's, that's important. Um, yeah, I didn't even have many notes on it. It's just like, he's going to the Patriots. They just lost Gronk. They pretty much just have Edelman and running backs. So, yeah, so he's going to be, you know, instantly valuable. Yeah. That's, you know, that's a thing. Um, I mean, he's, DK. he's good. He, he's, <laughs> he's in my, um. Like in my top group, obviously that top, you know, few. Um, excuse me. Um, I, for what it's worth, I did have Metcalf ahead of Harry pre-draft, not by a lot, but mm-hmm. like literally just a smidgen. Because 
after like after the, some of the top guys it was a wash but um it's funny because like some of my top guys got like not you know ideal landing spots or draft capital like butler boykins and brown like th- like probably like i was like brown and butler but definitely my top two and they didn't get like i mean yeah, so, aj brown or yeah Marquise, yeah a- yeah 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 aj brown sorry i don't know why the fuck Marquise brown went, but no i was just i wanted both brown <laughs> yeah hey that's <laughs> their name <laughs> i mean their name <laughs> but um yeah i honestly like i like boykins better than marquis brown so i think they got their i'm glad i'm glad they got yeah they only had one they had one if if that <laughs> yeah that's a stretch. i mean willie sneed was their number one receiver yeah they didn't have, they didn't have a receiver so um <laughs> yeah but so. and then they've got what they've got lasley <clears throat> and uh other guy coming back their two rookies got lasted are pretty good so i think i think they'll they'll be growing um together but yeah so Nikhil harry he's probably the the pick after jacobs in most drafts i'm gonna guess now i think it's gonna go jacobs montgomery and most hmm. and then yeah personally but who knows I started then getting... he probably got in keel harry right there gotcha so yeah I, I would i would put harry over montgomery but I I would take Harry over Montgomery, but for some reason I see Montgomery at the near top of everyone's lists, and like I guess with good reason he's got probably the second best second best running back situation. Yeah, but. and like running backs, like the common thing is get your young running backs and get your like and trade for your receivers. So, mm-hmm. but so after that, obviously DK Metcalf got a great landing spot. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be interesting. Just to see how many big plays he makes. Like, I was talking about this. Like, he could easily be, like, a guy who gets, you know, 60 catches a year, but it's for 1,100 yards and 10 touchdowns. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he went to the one place where he can run one route and be successful. Yeah, like, you know the Seahawks will actually do that. Yeah, Russell <laughs> Wilson's going to bomb it to him. Yeah, I I love the fit because I, I can't remember. I think we... Before the draft, like I can't remember if we talked about him going there because I know we mentioned the. Yeah, well, I like the Ravens was one of the ones I wanted him to go to. Mm-hmm. I wanted him to go to like the Saints or something. And the Bills, I remember too. Yeah, the Bills were just funny for the Josh Allen connection, but right. I, I do like the fit in Seattle. I was, I remember, I was saying I wanted AJ Brown there. I, I thought that would have been a good fit because I was assuming that Doug Baldwin. Was- mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it it'll be it'll be interesting. They do get Disney back. Woo. <laughs> Will Disley. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Met, yeah. Metcalf and, and Harry are the top receiver right now. But mm-hmm. just because like the, the talent and landing spot combo and the draft capital, obviously like that those that combination is for me. After that, it's tougher for sure. Um I love Hakeem Butler, but his draft capital isn't great, so I'm like really curious how that's gonna shake out. Um Paris Campbell got a good landing spot. I like him a lot. He's definitely in that converse. After, after those two guys, so any, I'll just list off. So Butler, this is in any order. So Butler, Brown, um, I guess other Brown too, um, and probably Boykin, and then Paris Campbell all kind of like are viable options the next guy. Um, I'm not huge on JJ or saying a white side. I don't really get, I don't really get that pick. I don't think Andy, I, I've, I know we disagree on Andy Isabella. I don't think he's that good. Um, but well, what I put for him is I have no idea how it's going to shake out because yeah. he might not even see the field behind Christian Kirk. 
yeah his his problem is like he's been bad at dealing with like press coverage and like contact at the line so like if they can help him avoid that then it, and you know cool but physical corners have kind of been like his issue and he'll see those in the nfl so yeah between him and butler i do prefer butler's upside a little bit more because i think he's gonna just be a huge red zone target for him yeah because he's a giant guy so <laughs> he is <laughs> mm-hmm. so who i guess if we have to pick you know some ordering after those top two guys oh there's the sirens um who would there you put is. so are those your top two or do you have a different top two i guess like what's your top three yeah so i like dk and then keel and i also really like debo okay you um, think debo's up there yeah i i think he's gonna go immediately into the slot in san fran because looking at their um their depth chart they do have good wide receivers but he's like the one like designated slot guy and i think he'll be pretty mm-hmm. immediate yeah it's with, a big hit G. to marquis brown or, or sorry marquis goodwin i mean sorry there's too many yeah, guys <laughs> too many browns and goodwins and marquises yeah <laughs> but um it's got me all thrown off so <laughs> but yeah i i really do like debo he was one of my favorite wide receivers going into the draft and i mm-hmm. think he landed in a pretty good spot all things considering like at least relative to maybe some of the other places people got taken. Yeah, I'm curious where he falls in. I think I guess he's the number three option because I, so I think Kittle is number one. And I still think Pettis will be the number two option there, but I think Samuel will be the third option. Is my thought on that. Mm-hmm. Although I don't know where you know the running back group will slot in. Are they the third option? That's why I'm not as high on Samuel because I don't. I'm not as like sold. He's gonna immediately get all this production. Yeah, I mean, Shani's going to spread the ball around, too. Yeah. They got Tevin Coleman now, too. Yeah, so, like, I mean, between Coleman, Kittle, and I think Dante Pettis is really good, like, and he showed it last year. So, like, I think Pettis is still a pie on that pecking order, so. Agreed. Yeah, I think Pettis and Samuel hopefully will eventually be, like, the guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I hate A.J. Brown's landing spot so much. Yeah. It's not ideal. I mean. It's not. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't they're not going to throw enough to make it matter. So <laughs> that's pretty much exactly what I wrote. I'm like, I think he's a good player, but the Titans just don't throw the ball a whole lot in terms mm-hmm. of fantasy. Like I don't think I'd want to take AJ Brown super early because they, they're a run first team with Derek Henry. And honestly, Mariota runs it pretty well too. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's not ideal. Um, I see. I do really like, Paris Campbell, mm-hmm. he was kind of slept on. Where, where did they take him? Like, his draft capital. And that, I mean, like, I always look at that just as far as how much to use a guy right away. So they took him in the second round. That's yep. That's good, obviously. Um, they did take, they took Rocky Sin. I saw that. I'm like, hey. <laughs> Rocky uh, Sin. <laughs> hey, I guess his, I think his real name is um, Abdurrahman. Sounds like Abdurrahman. Uh, Abdurrahman. Yeah. <laughs> Abdurrahman. <laughs> but, um. They're probably just, but um, yeah, Paris Campbell was, I think, a good like around. Um, he gets Andrew Luck thrown to him, and so after Hilton, his only competition. Just well, okay, okay. Deion Kane is still there, but so I mean, after Ty Hilton, it's open competition. So exactly, I think his upside is really high in that offense, and he's you know fast as fuck. And Andrew Luck, yeah, fast as fuck with Andrew Luck. <laughs> <laughs> Funny cheer, right? It's probably better than any, any of the other Colts cheers. Yeah. Did he did he have the fastest 40 this year? He was one of them. Actually, he might have had the fastest. 
He was really fucking fast. Um, okay, there now, are, what, let me see. I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, what do you think about Marquise Brown in Baltimore? Because, like, as far as fit goes, it really doesn't seem great. But he's also now the only guy for Lamar to throw to besides Boykin. So I have both Brown and Boykin pretty much similarly rated for the team. Yeah, so they, they needed a big play threat. And so that's why, like, I, I get the Marquise Brown pick. I don't – I didn't think he was a first-round guy. So, like, I obviously don't like, you know – that they took him in the first round, but they did right. get a really good guy later that you know like made up for it, in my opinion. So they brought in two good young guys who, you know, but I mean Marquise Brown, he's still you know top ten borderline top ten or anything on most people's boards regardless. So he's still like a good receiver. And then Boykins, I liked a lot. Um, and then they've got Lasley and Scott there from last. So they've got like a lot of good young talent. I don't know how it's gonna shake out. Like I th- I think Boykins comes out on top. That's my prediction. Um, That's I have pretty much the same. I think I said I think uh, I like Boykin as a prospect a little bit better, but I think they do both have pretty high ceilings. Yeah, I I think Brown's just good for the offense in general. Like mm-hmm. just in terms of he he's something they needed. They had no one to like really threaten defenses every single play, but now they have that with him. Yeah. So. Cool, cool, cool. So I got to try to our, our draft timer has started now. So uh, yeah. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> I'm gonna cut that down some of the. Yeah. So right. Josh, Josh is on the clock now in our super flex league, um, and I imagine it's Kyler Murray. But I don't. I don't think the Chiefs fan will take a uh, Raider first overall. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> but um. Yeah. Anyway, back to the receivers. Um, it's a, it's an interesting receiver class because they're all you know a lot of them are good. Um, what do you think? Uh, of, sorry, I was gonna say Washington took two wide receivers as well. They took Kelvin Harmon first, I think, and then they also got Terry McLaurin from Ohio State. Um, I going oh no, so they took Terry McLaurin in the third. Yeah, early in took, the third. Yeah. Cool. Uh, that makes sense to me because I I am not a Kelvin Harmon believer they also gave Dwayne Haskins someone that he's thrown to before exactly (laughs) they gave him somebody from OSU who was he was not far behind Campbell in the pecking order on that team he was right behind him they both had a shit ton of catches yeah I said I wasn't huge on McLaurin but obviously the the instant chemistry is there so it's worth keeping track of a lot of people really liked Kelvin Harmon I I had him kind of around the same spot as Marquise Brown as like fringe top 10 guy um, so, you know, I, I, I like that. Just, I just like them giving him more receivers cause it was Josh Doxson, I think. And that was it there. That was it. I mean, Paul so, Richardson. Yeah. I can always forget about him. I don't know why, hmm. but, um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, also didn't the Bengals take Stanley Morgan? Pretty sure. Ooh. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they did. Let me check. But he, he's someone who I think I'd mentioned like I had like a kind of underrated guy. So I think that's a good pick. I think they're kind of preparing for eventual um i don't know if they took him or just signed him after the draft actually but maybe might have been because there's a lot of because un- i was googling i was googling sitting working junior and he came up as Bengals, so i think they signed him like after after um, the fact yeah there were a lot of undrafted free agents because the draft was so deep that there were people still available yeah okay wait, wait, wait. Am, I, am i wrong or are they just talking about him being, um okay no he's i'm just really confused about like all this stuff on the internet now 
Well, he wasn't drafted by him, so if he is on the Bengals, then they probably did sign him after. Yeah, he might be on the Bengals. I'm not 100% sure on this because the internet is kind of failing me right now. Like, the, some of the Google searches are saying he's on the Bengals. Like, Wikipedia <laughs> says he's a Bengal. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. I did see a news source saying he's going to sign with the Bengals. This was four days ago, so I think he's on the Bengals now. Yeah, okay, we're good. So Bengals fans editing the draft <laughs> so they get their guy. I'll, I'll go tell... Uh, the Bengals fan in our league about that, nah. <laughs> but um, yeah, he was someone I had as under underrated as well. Um, where did Preston Williams end up? Because he was someone who also was kind of a little, you know, not as hyped, but also pretty. Um, he, I think he's, did he get drafted or not? I think he's going to Miami. I believe Miami. Yeah, trying try to keep track of all these names that like, well, not not just heard, but like you know, they just got drafted is a little tough. Yeah, so he also didn't get drafted. But I believe he's visiting Miami, be signing to Miami. So okay. So those are two undrafted guys that you can you know snag super. Like if you have a deep, like we have a deep draft. Um, so I, you know, he's kind of like those are two guys to take. You know, at the end, once everyone's kind of forgotten about, they're like no one's gonna want to take an undrafted free agent probably. So like you can do it. I'll do it. <laughs> I think those are two guys we're watching. Just you know, see them kind of if they can climb up depth charts because like. Miami is not a hard depth chart to climb, so. <laughs> not exactly. And the Bengals after um, Boyd, and there's not anything there, so there were definitely. But um, yeah, we talked a lot about receivers. Um, I mean, it's a good receiver class. Um, so. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think if there's anyone we missed. We didn't really talk about Hardman much, but there's not a whole lot to say. Yeah, he was I mean, a he's pretty obvious Reek replacement. Yeah, I don't. He isn't Tyreek. And yeah, did you read what I wrote? I was like, <laughs> I, I think people are being a bit jaded by saying he's the new Tyreek because Tyreek is literally the fastest thing I've ever seen play the game. <laughs> but stylistically, he looks like that's what they were going for. Yeah, I do think Chris Conley is going to play more of a role than we're expecting. So Chris Conley is like a good athlete. Obviously, he lost some of that when he got hurt, but... Um, he he also doesn't have the quickness of Miko, so um, Miko is a good athlete. He's super quick. That's like the big thing. Is Tyreek is you know fast, but he's also really quick. He can like move around laterally super easily. So yeah, it's like he's he floating out there. Yeah, <laughs> floating onto jail. But... <laughs> uh, what a guy! What a guy! Yeah. Like, like, wow, is anyone surprised that the guy who apparently beat his pregnant wife is going to hit his kid, too, and be a dick about it? Or not probably pregnant wife, pregnant girlfriend, wh- whichever it was. Yeah. Is anyone Ugh. surprised that that guy's a dick? Like, Fuck that. Uh, yeah. I'm dude. trying to be a better person. <laughs> I, uh, I saw something about um, LaShawn McCoy. Apparently, he spoiled um, Avengers Endgame. And the, my favorite tweet. I saw that. My favorite tweet was, "Oh, McCoy spoiling Endgame is what it took for everyone to think he was like a dickhead." Not, not, <laughs> not everything we heard about like last off season. Yeah, all the there's a lot of bad things out there about McCoy. Yeah, but the the Endgame spoilers that <laughs> that's the one that did it. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, but um, first of all, how dare you? <laughs> I haven't seen. But, I won't. Yeah, did you like it though? I assume. Oh, absolutely. It's kind of. I assume it'd be hard not to. Very satisfying movie. That's good. But um, speaking of satisfying, this tight end class uh, satisfied my need for a tight end on my dynasty team. It's Um, about time we had a good class. Yeah, dude. This this one is loaded. So and the the tight the tight ends got pretty good landing spots for the most part. Um, 
I have I have heard that the Vikings are definitely super open to trading Kyle Rudolph. So, I yeah, I don't think he's going to be with the team much longer. No, yeah, and like, Earth Smith is super good. So, like, I was thinking, what if the Vikings traded Rudolph to the Patriots? They could they could cut Rudolph too. Like, there's no dead cap on his deal, so he's super tradable. This is the last year of his deal, so they could easily get rid of him. Mm-hmm. So like. That signing makes a lot of sense knowing that, or is that a draft that makes a lot of sense? So, yeah, I, I like, Irv Smith is super good. He's like, he was my favorite. Like, I thought, like, when I was pressed to pick, like, before the draft, who was my favorite fantasy prospect? Irv was it because I think he could stay on the, um, not 100% sure about the Vikings fit immediately just because, you know, Kyle Rudolph, if Kyle Rudolph, you know, becomes not there, then. <laughs> then he's like, yeah, Kirk Cousins loves his tight ends. But yeah, so Fant and Hawkinson both got great landing spots, though. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, Irv, Irv Smith, pretty good landing spot, but Hawkinson and Fant, amazing landing spots. So yeah, now Fant has been regarded as like the worst of the blockers from the best receiving like group. Like he's one of the top receivers, but he's not good at blocking. I don't think for fantasy that's going to matter a whole lot. I, him in Denver with Flacco and. Potentially Drew Locke at some point down the line. Who knows? I think he's fine. He's mm-hmm. got to be. He's one of my favorite tight ends for fantasy. Yeah, I, I'm torn on who I take first. I think Hawkinson will be the best the soonest based on the talent in the landing spots, just because Ur Smith does have that obstacle. And then also like Diggs and Thielen are there. But I mean, it's you know, if you're the third option, that's fine. Hawkinson, there's Galladay and Marvin Jones there. Marvin Jones is starting to get up there though, but like. Hawkinson, like they've definitely acknowledged, like they they've already acknowledged we're going to use Hawkinson. I I have said I, I was talking to Caleb about this. There are going to be games where Hawkinson has, you know, one for eight because he's blocking the whole game. That there that yep. will happen some. Yeah. Like there could definitely also be games when he goes for like seven for one ten and two. I think yep. both both of those games will happen this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So. Like I think I would take him first before Fant, just if I, especially if I need like immediate help, which I do, <laughs> um, at least for my team. But Fant, like Fant's upside is pretty high. So is our, um, Flacco likes his tight ends. That's also worth noting. Um, yeah, a lot. So that does help Fant. Um, I, I guess it just depends on how ready you think Fant is right away. Um, I think like, immediate like rankings he's my favorite for immediate production gotcha so yeah so, so you think he's just instantly you know ready to go i mean there's the least competition there for targets exactly they've got emmanuel sanders <laughs> sorry i thought you cut out i was like <laughs> oh no okay. yeah and like, i guess they've got Cortland sutton bayshawn so, i'm like i had to say his, his nickname <laughs> but um yeah so like not a lot of the Sanders are getting uh, the other guys were rookies last year. Yeah, the the, the path is definitely um, so. Like, like if you think he's you know all good, then he's definitely a great spot. I mean, we saw Evan Ingram not be able to block and kill it his first year. Obviously, there's the Odell injury and stuff like that. But um, true. But yeah, like they they like, these rookies can produce even if they can't block. My thought with Fant is I think I talked about this briefly. I was like I was a little worried about his I think his catching technique just because he didn't like always have the best hands technique of catching and it's not it wasn't like you know awful this is this is why i like murdered Cortland sutton last year because i was worried about his catching 
but um so like yeah like same thing like with fan like sometimes he like he he has drop issues like because like his he isn't he isn't super consistent with how he catches so like if you if your if your hands technique when you're catching isn't always you know like on point like you're gonna have drops and like it's fine it happens like you guys can fix that but like we've seen drops play guys before so like, I, I don't i don't think i'm not saying he's gonna be a bust by any means i'm just saying like i think it might take him a little bit but i, I mean that could that could just be you know six games is a little bit not me like okay i like that but i i do think the future for like lock with fan it, it's definitely an intriguing you know pairing i like though yeah they're both big it, it makes a lot of sense in like the fit of the system Especially, especially with Flacco right now. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I think, like if they do get Fant involved a lot right away, that that would be. So I was just thinking, like Evan Engram with the Giants, he's kind of sucked at blocking, but he had a good rookie year. Imagine if he did have Flacco and not Eli throwing to him. I think they'd he'd have actually had an even better year. Oh, that, that's hilarious to say. Sorry. Imagine if he had Flacco. Yeah, I know. And you know how down I am. I on Flacco, but he has that high deep ball down to a point, and I think he'll be hitting fans a lot with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... hopefully, hopefully in the hands. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta hope in the hands, and you know, hope you hope the hands are you know also Less good too. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. Any any other tight ends outside of this top three you want to hit on? I mean, I think Sternberger to the Packers is you know a good fit just because Jimmy Graham is. I, he's getting up there and look out his contract situation is but they didn't get it from him at all what they hoped they'd get from him so yeah i mean my thing with sternberger is just that i've never seen aaron Rodgers pay any mind to any tight end yep that's the issue <laughs> no matter what tight end he's had it's not been if sternberger had gone to the texans i think you could put him in that top for the for, for fantasy value but with Green Bay, he's just like he's not going to be utilized as much. Yeah, as I don't know. I mean, especially like right away, Jimmy Graham is still there. I don't know how you know <laughs> much will play this year. They've got an easy out after this year, but yeah, mm-hmm. rookie tight end there on Rodgers. I don't. It's not going to be anything instant. <laughs> no. But yeah. Like um. The, I also let's see. I actually like Caleb Wilson too, and I know he was mystery relevant. So there's a good chance he never really earns like a starting place as a seventh round pick but i don't know man i feel like he fell a lot in the draft for some reason and he probably shouldn't have and Mm -hmm. that team does need a tight end i mean ricky seals jones come on yeah i mean trey quinn was mr relevant last year and they've already talked about wanting to use him a lot this year so like mr relevant can be you know worth something yeah, we had hopes for Chad Kelly. I still have hopes for Chad Kelly. All right. <laughs> let me let me live in this fantasy. Hey, we won the Super Bowl three years in a row in Madden with Chad Kelly on our team. <laughs> He's a gamer, man. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> hey, Ryan Suckup was Mr. Irrelevant, so hey. There True. You go. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I do like that pick for them. I think it's interesting. I think it's funny that it's like a UCLA tight end once Rosen was gone. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, I I do think Caleb Wilson's pretty good. Um, he was he's kind of right outside of that, you know, at least for a lot of people, like he's you know right outside that top group of people. But mm-hmm. um, Dawson Knox, I think to the Bills, like I know you mentioned that too. I love that one too. That's a great. Oh pick. yeah, I forgot about him. You uh-huh. gotta love where he went. Yeah, because depending on how you feel about Tyler Croft, he's instantly the number one tight end. So exactly. <laughs> And I'd imagine 
<laughs> the Bills will probably be like, you know, we're going to use this Doxon Knox guy. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, he, like, and the thing was in college, he didn't do a lot of pass catching his last year just because the offense didn't ask him to at Old Miss that much. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he can. Like, just because they don't, just because they aren't asked to do it a ton of college, can't. So. I think he could be a good safety blanket for uh, Jalen. Yeah, oh, for sure. I mean, he, he Knox and Beasley are going to get drilled so many times. Let me, t- <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> and then, um, let's see, anyone see. else? Foster Moreau to the um, Raiders. I mean, they're, you know, void at tight end. And then Alizé, Max, and Orleans, like we mentioned, that's, you know, it's New Orleans that have a tight end. It's, it's definitely something to keep an eye on for sure. Yeah, for like dynasty purposes. Uh-huh. I don't see him being huge as rookie year, but he was graded as a high upside project. And mm-hmm. if that does pan out, he could be pretty good in the years to come. Yeah. I just don't think 2019. Yeah, and, and yeah, I I feel you. I think Mac could maybe surprise some this year, but he <laughs> my biggest issue with Mac was he doesn't break tackles well at all. Yeah, that's like, not good. Like <laughs> he just does it, and like as a tight end, you're like, well, mm. but um, but yeah, uh, Foster Moreau. It looks like he's a really good blocking tight end. Um, oh yeah, he's he's a blocker. I I like his. I, he's just you know an aggressive guy. Um, he's he's a good tight end, and like he had like a couple issues that were pretty can fix legit tight end. So. It was definitely taken though to help the line out, and I think he helps the team out a lot, uh-huh. even though he's not gonna be like your most flashy player no, i mean that's okay i mean they have yeah the browns right but, the same I, with the jets they took trevon wesco and it's literally like he's literally just a blocker yeah he's he's very large he's 6'3 267 so Woof. Yeah, his, his blocking's crazy he's he is a <laughs> decent receiver he's underrated on that but chris herndon's a really good receiving tight end so right he, he, he was he was a nice treat last year and then i do also like kahale warning um the texans ah, grabbed him yeah i don't like he's someone i think might take a little bit to you know fl- fully flourish but like deshaun watson like if he has a tight end like a good tight end he'll use it like so yeah i think towards the second half of 2019 you're gonna start seeing his name a lot more but it might take you know eight ten games yeah so and he, like, he, he's kind of a like more of a prospect slash, you know, a only dynasty pick. But um, is anyone else that you want to mention, um, tight end or otherwise, that we, that we didn't get to? That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Drew, Drew Sample. I mean, he was a what a second or third round pick. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that one. I'm gonna be really honest. Like, <laughs> I don't think anybody understands it. I guess it was just to block. Like, I, I assume they just wanted him to block. I don't know. Yeah, it looks like he's a good blocking tight end. But... They basically took a lineman. I don't know. Why well, just took a lineman? <laughs> I was like, you know, normally a team drafts a player hoping they'll develop into a star or a starter. And if they fall to a backup, then, you know, that's cool, too. Most teams don't usually just go ahead and draft a backup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, the Bengals are full of surprises. Mm-hmm. Only them. <laughs> only them. Only the Bengals. But, um... Yeah, so if we're gonna put this all together, let's kind of let's kind of go through a top a top twelve. Um, we can do it for superflex because I don't think it'll just it'll change much. I guess we can do superflex and then say how we'd adjust it for, you know, standard. So if it's superflex, are you are you saying Kyler Murray first, or are you saying Jacobs first? 
Yeah, I'm saying Kyler. For a super flex where you got two quarterbacks, yeah. absolutely Kyler Murray. Yeah, and then so for me, for me, Jacobs is number two. I know you like Nikhil Harry a lot, though. Um, here's the thing. With the Patriots, I, I feel like I, I would go in Keel Harry just because, like, I guess, are we saying in, the, in terms of a dynasty ranking? Yeah, this will be for a dynasty rookie draft. Yeah, for a dynasty ranking, I would take Harry. I think you get more years out of him. Um, but if you are weak at running back at all, then you kind of have to take Josh Jacobs. It's yeah. a little bit positional at that point. Yeah, I think I would probably go Jacobs there just because running backs don't last as long, so I'd rather get his production then and then, like, you know, capitalize on it. But mm-hmm. Harry, Harry is close. Harry would be my number three. Would, would Jacobs be your number three? Yeah, pretty much. All right, so we're pretty – I'm writing down kind of separate rankings for us in case we disagree. But, I mean, mm-hmm. so far, pretty similar. Now, after this is where it's tough. <laughs> um, I think I would put Metcalf as my four. Okay. Um, super good landing spot, and then I think he you know could have some long term success there. Yeah, for me next it is also Metcalf, and then it's sort of a toss up after him between like maybe David Montgomery and maybe one of my personal choices with like uh, with Debo and um, maybe Hardman, depending on like who you fly for. Gotcha. My fifth is gonna be T.J. Hawkinson. I. He's I love five. it, dude. I fucking love the fit for him. It's just like he's gonna be their new Eric Ebron, but actually like catch stuff. But actually catch the ball. Yeah. So, I mean, it's another time of the Lions taking a top ten tight end, and they're gonna try to feed him. So, um, mm-hmm. but so who who would your number five be? Uh, Fant. Fant. Oh, Fant would be your number five. All right, or going to another yep. tight end for tight end. All right. Um, six. I think I would go Montgomery at six. Um, running back with a good fit, like I said, running backs get the early production, and um, there weren't a lot of amazing landing spots to make me put him, you know, put anyone ahead of him, like on quest. I take that. I mean, he's gonna be, he's definitely gonna be like the Howard replacement. Yeah, but he can also like catch too. He can also catch the ball. <laughs> <laughs> so. He's a little bit slow, but not like slow. Yeah, he's just he's quick and can move. Slow. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. have the long. I mean that's okay. I can. Um, he's also got a good running back name, for what it's for what it's worth. <laughs> I mean, carry on still the best running back name just in general. Yeah, for sure. But um, so yeah. where are we at? Are we at six? Yeah. So Montgomery is my six. Who who would be your six? Would it also be him or something? Um, what's my uh, list so far? You've got Kyler. I, I'll just make sure I share it with you too. You've got a uh, Kyler here, and then you've got uh, Harry Jacobs, DK, and there's the Kyler. Doctor. Yeah. Yeah, Harry, Jacobs, DK, Fant. Okay, so now um, I'm going with Hawkinson right after Fant, honestly. Gotcha. Is, is, it, is it Hawkinson or Hawkinson? Sen, I think. Hawkinson. I, I, like, I pressed backspace like 20 times typing that just now. <laughs> I just kept fucking it up. Um, after this, this is tough for me after like these talking. My, my top six, I would say, is pretty clear, I guess. But it's it gets really tough after that. Oh gosh. Um, do I go Campbell? Do I go Brown? Do I go Samuel? I do like Samuel and uh, Campbell next. Yeah. In terms um, of the pecking order. This is tough. I think I would go. Ah shoot, dude. I don't know. <laughs> but to like like Brown and honestly even Butler and then uh, 
Samuel and Campbell are all like a jumble for me. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I don't like it. I don't want it. I don't like it. Um, shoot. I guess if I had to pick, I mean, at this point, like after these, for like, I, I may maybe it'd be fan. Actually, I think I'd put fan here probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at this point, I think I'd put fan. So, who would your seven be? Uh, so I've got Debo and Campbell are my next two basically that I really like. Um, I'm gonna go with Campbell here. All right. A lot of mock drafts, they've got him at near the top of the list, which I think is a hmm. little much, but I do yeah. think right around the Hawkinson fan for me, I like that. Yeah, so, like, right now, like, it's just, like, a fucking crapshoot for me. So, like, my 8, 9, 10, 11 is Butler, Samuel, Brown, Campbell. Not necessarily in that order. I don't mm. know how I'd order it, but... And you mean Marquise Brown, right? Um, or AJ? No, AJ Brown. Okay. I... I, I mean, at this point, after the top, I guess, seven, I have no clue these guys. So I'm just going to take who I think. Okay. So Hakeem Butler is really good. I don't – there's anyone – like, I mean, there's fits there. But after that, like, if he's the best, he's I'm okay with him. Um, Debo Samuel and A.J. Brown and Paris Campbell. I, I guess I'd put Campbell next after Butler mm-hmm. after that. And then I'd guess to go Samuel, A.J. Brown just because the landing spot for A.J. Brown is so bad. But exactly, but people but love him. So as like a talent, yeah, he was most people's consensus best wide receiver in the class. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I guess I've got that's Kyler, Jacobs, Harry, DK, Hawkinson, Montgomery, Fant, Butler, Campbell, Samuel, Samuel, AJ Brown. That's eleven for me. Okay. Yeah. So then after Campbell, I'm going with Debo, and then uh, Irv Smith. I like it. Debo. So. Now you've got Debo. you've got Kyler, Harry, Jacobs, DK, Fant, Hawkinson, Campbell, Debo, Irv. So you got nine. Okay. Um, and 10, then 11. after, let's see. I think at this point, there's somebody missing from my list for a reason, and I'm putting him in now as Montgomery. I I have to say I'm not as high on Montgomery as a lot of people. With that being said, I still think he's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I. Like, I've just got a couple other guys that I would rather take ahead of him. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. So that's 10 there. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to round out my list with Haskins, by the way. it is If it's, if this is super flex, it's going to be Haskins there. Um, mm-hmm. If if it's not super flex, um, I guess, well, Kyler wouldn't be there, too. Then I got a top 10. So after those guys, I guess I would take, I would probably take, you know, Kyler Murray at 11 or 12. And then I'd probably throw, I guess, either Miles Sanders or guys in there. But um, if this is mm-hmm. how how else you you've got you've got ten right now how else are you gonna round it out you've got two spots left yeah after Montgomery uh, then I gotta throw Haskins in there as mm-hmm. well and then uh, after Haskins probably AJ Brown mm-hmm. it's just the talent is so there he's <laughs> so good yeah it's hard for me just to ignore it so all right it's so. just the Titans offense I. You know, you just got to worry that they're going to. Yeah. I mean, how much do they want to use Adam Humphreys? <laughs> right. So, yeah, he's he's more of like a, you know, you have to be a, you have to be ready to kind of wait how long you finally decide to. Use. But, um, you know, if I got A.J. Brown in a dynasty league, I'd be pretty happy, even if yeah. you're one. He's not, you know, amazing. So, um, all right. So here we're going. So we both have Kyler number one. And then I've got Jacobs number two and Harry three. You've got Harry two and Jacobs three. We'll have DK at four. Um, and at five, 
I went I went Hawkinson, and then um, you went Fant at five, mm-hmm. and Hawkinson at six. Mm-hmm. I went Montgomery at six, uh, Fant at seven, Campbell at seven. Um, my uh, my eight, nine, ten kind of thing. So I've got uh, Butler at eight, Campbell at nine, Debo at ten, AJ Brown at eleven. You've got so you've got Campbell at seven, Debo at eight, and Irv at nine, and Montgomery. At eight. Mm-hmm. And then um, you've got Hassan's at eleven, and I've got him at twelve. And then uh, you've got AJ Brown at twelve. Yep. Cool. Yeah. That's, that's, I think this is a good super <coughs> kind of spot. And like I said, if it, if it were normal, Haskins would not be here. Kyler would probably be, you know, 11th or 12th for Haskins. And I would say that um, Sander, um, one of the Baltimore. Yeah, I think next I would have Sanders, Boykin, and then maybe maybe a couple other flyers on people that I like. Like you might, I might see uh, <coughs> Boykin and um, Dawson Knox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as far as the running backs, though, there's definitely a clear divide after Sanders, I think. Yeah, um, see, I mean, for me, it's like Jacobs is his own tier and then a little drop-off. Like, I think kind of, I think Montgomery's kind of in his, his own tier. Like, I like him a good amount more than Sanders. I know I'm a little... I'm a, I, yeah, I like him better than Sanders, too. But I, I, I do think that Montgomery and Sanders can kind of be in their own, like, tier two together. Crap shoot. And then, the, yeah, the rest of them are all just, like, flyers, people you think might pan out, like Justice Hill or... Harris, Singletary, like eventually. Yeah, it's Hill's an interesting one for sure. Yeah, Justin, Justin Hill. Hill is, you know, like um, it's it's a good fit there in that offense. Like it's gonna be a running offense. It's just kind of waiting for him, like for Mark Ingram to, you know, fade over yeah. there. <laughs> well, they wanted to be the Saints, so <laughs> they got their Camaro replacement and they stole Ingram. Exactly, but um. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for Baltimore this year. I've been doing a lot of defending Lamar Jackson in the sense that like they did nothing to help him. So like at least like for last year, like when he was taking over Flacco, like they had a Flacco offense and were just improvising to try to get into the playoffs and it worked. So they're gonna do a lot more. He's gonna actually be a quarterback. Well, I hope so. I don't wanna just see him running the ball every play. He's good at throwing it too. Yeah. yeah but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so the the draft was is over. It was it was fun. It was exciting. Um, there were some falls, some reaches. You know, um, yeah, there's always some reaches. Giant. No, oh, Daniel Jones. You think he'll get a? Where do you think he'll fall into in a, like a rookie dynasty draft? Um, like, standard. Oh gosh, probably like fourth round, third round. I guess maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Third round. Like if the, he'll be at, he'll be like one of the last picks. In a lot of drafts, like that, go like three or four rounds. Um, and a super flex, I think, end of second, early third. I guess it's kind of just a toss up at that point. And you know, you're getting a first round quarterback. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, there are some some interesting spots. It's just it was kind of funny just seeing you know the Giants do that. I Drew Lock falling to the second. I didn't expect. There were some people saying he wouldn't go until the third, um, which I thought was interesting. I. I personally am not a Drew Lockpool. No, I'm not either. I think he's. I like him better than Daniel Jones, but agreed. So I thought it was hilarious that that happened. But yeah, I think the Redskins getting Haskins related is like a fair spot. Like I said, I'm not not a huge Haskins guy, but I don't, I don't hate him. I guess I mean, it's I just like, not a great quarterback draft class. Yeah, the quarterback was just really really underwhelming this year. So yeah, I, like I said, I like Will Greer a lot too, but his landing spot was not ideal. No. So. That's Cam's team. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So I'm I'm curious what's gonna happen with trading. You know, are like what they give up them? I don't know. I think so, like 
I don't think I think Cam as long as Cam is their guy. Um, yeah, I think Greer was more or less just all right. If Cam's shoulder is not okay this year, we're not fucked. Yeah, yeah. So Cam is under contract through 2020 right now, mm-hmm. and then he'll be 31 at the end of it. Um, you know, 31, 32 range. So I'm curious how like everything's gonna go with Hidge because you know he's taken a lot of hits. <laughs> mm-hmm. So taking a lot of hits yeah he, he's not someone who's gonna play he's not gonna play at least 40 heck no no way he can't yeah I, like 35 maybe i don't know like i don't i don't know when he's gonna start to you know deteriorate because like once once he can't be cam then yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be sad but like it, what yeah. makes him cam is his ability to Mm-hmm. He's such a freak athlete. Yeah, like six five or whatever. Oh, yeah, six, he, he's six. massive too. That, like that's why he's been able to do this. Like he is built to take these hits. So uh, yeah, it's he he can take the hits, but eventually, like I said, eventually it's just gonna he's gonna get hit too much. So I'm I'm just curious like when that point is for him. But obviously yeah. until then I'm gonna enjoy it because he's so fun to watch. So fun. Mm-hmm. Uh... And a great fantasy asset, of course. But, of course. Um, of course. But so our, our rookie our rookie draft for um has started. Josh is on the clock right now. I assume he's taking Kyler Murray, but I know just, just gotta wait for the pick to come in. Um is he a week at quarterback? Yes. Um he has we are in a super flex league. His starters quote quote he's got huh. he's got Jared Goff, then he's got Foles and Eli. And he has Teddy on his roster. For some reason, he still has Chase Daniel and C.J. Beathard on his roster, but I mean, his he's got Goff, Foles, and Eli, so I think he needs another quarterback probably. Just like yeah. based on after like after this year, like yeah, after because after this year, you're gonna lose. I mean, Eli might play two more years, but past that, I I think they're gonna be calling for his head. Yeah. Oh yeah. If I'm if I'm him, I'm taking. Um, I'm definitely taking Kyler Murray. Um, yeah. I mean, Foles, and Nick Foles, come on. I mean, they don't have a good out for the next three. They don't. They really screwed themselves. And in 2021, they can cut him and not, like, have the dead cat be higher than the base salary. But, <laughs> dang, man. Oh, gosh. He did just lose Reek. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Josh's team, he got he got so screwed in that trade. I, I, I want to see what that trade was. Um, can probably check it. Um, but, um. Anyway, yeah, I'll update after we're done recording. So, um, and anything, anything else from this draft that you want you want to talk about? At all I think I think we covered you know most of the big pieces of it. Yeah, were there any teams that you like really felt kind of knocked the draft out out of the park, or maybe some ones that I really like? like... I I know I'm Homer, not Homer, but you know fandom. I like I loved the Falcons draft. Um, yeah, we got a lot of linemen. They they got. Some first two picks. They got two first round picks on linemen. Uh, they spent some later picks on defense. Um, got like a couple, you know, offenses. So I, I, I liked it. Basically, I just liked them getting two offensive linemen. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was huge for me. Um, honestly, so the car, the Cardinals outside of Kyler, like the Kyler Murray debacle. But I don't like feel about that. Like the rest of their draft was pretty good. I would say actually. Um, uh, there was one team, the Giants, outside of the Daniel Jones pick actually had like a phenomenal draft oh yeah yeah them too like aside from like disagreeing about their quarterback but like the thing is like say yeah like if if that's josh rosen instead of daniel jones like just like then yeah or whatever so 
or then they have the best draft of anyone. They got Dexter Lawrence, DeAndre Baker. Um, yeah, the rest this? of their draft was so. Julian Love, cornerback. Like they got some really good players. So Daniel Jones, fucking yeah. Also, <laughs> I th- I think I think Washington had a pretty good draft for the most part. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm not huge on McLaurin. I mean, taking Haskins at 15, something you kind of gotta do. Mont Mont has sweat at 26. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Good. And then the Jags getting uh, Josh Allen at seven. They're like, what the fuck? Yeah. They got Josh Allen, Jawan Taylor, and, and Josh Oliver as like some pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like Jawan Taylor in the second, I was like, well, dang. All right. <laughs> so they made some good moves. There are a couple of teams. I have to take a look. But um, yeah, like the Giants, the Giants aside from Daniel Jones had a nice draft. Um, Let's yeah. see. Um, so guess, guess who took a who took a kicker again? Tampa. Yep. They took, <laughs> in, in the fifth. They took Matt Gay, kicker uh, out of Utah. Um, uh, how old is Matt Gay? <laughs> <laughs> Matt Gay. Gay. <laughs> yeah. So that was the thing they did. Uh, also, I believe the um, uh, the uh, uh, Niners they uh, took a uh, a uh, punter. Oh yeah! Did you watch Rich Eisen's uh, reaction? No. It's definitely worth checking out. Andy showed it to me. Yeah, they they he's they already signed him too. So, yep. He's like punters are people too. Okay, <laughs> dude. You know what's hilarious? So, guess I'm just gonna say it. Um, he and um David Montgomery had the same forty time. Oof. <laughs> wow. Like his he he didn't do everything, but his vert was thirty two and a half inch. Like his punter. So that's you know. That's good, actually. It's hilarious. And then his broad jump was one seventeen. I don't know. I don't really matter, care what the but. <laughs> I mean, he's got quick, strong legs, but it's the punter in the fourth. I don't get. It. Hey, hey, Janikowski. Yeah, these, these Utah special teams. What's up? I guess, huh? <laughs> They're just pumping out kickers and punters. Yeah, and then as far as like my my Jets, it, I I don't know. I was I'm pretty torn on it. Like, Quinnen Williams, most people had as one of the best players in the draft, so I'm not going to be upset that they took him. And at the same time, it would have been really nice to have a second-round pick in a pretty deep draft. Um, and I don't know if I can, like, convince myself that Quinnen Williams is worth another pass rusher they could have gotten in the first round plus a second-round offensive lineman. There were still some really good ones on the board. Uh, they did take... A lineman from USC that played with Darnold, so my guess is they were looking for him uh, all along. And they also got this polite guy. <laughs> He's a polite guy from Florida. <laughs> and he fell all the way to the third round, and some people had him mocked in the first, which is pretty ridiculous. If he's anything like what some of the people had him as, then that's a complete steal, which I'm yeah. happy about. Mm-hmm. And then, um, the Raiders, I wasn't too happy with their first round. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of the Colin Farrell pick. I know some people really liked him, but I mean, they could have like gotten, you know, Devin Josh Allen. I would have rather had Josh Allen. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't go for Josh Allen. He just doesn't like outside. Maybe they were, maybe they thought it was the wrong Josh Allen. I don't know. But, <laughs> Colin Farrell's fine. He's still like a lot of people thought him like thought him as a top ten pick. I just you know, yeah. yeah. I mean, I had him ranked around like the thirteen spot. Going to Miami originally. I also didn't like them taking Josh Jacobs in the first round. He would have been gone, though. 
Actually, well, not. I don't know. Actually, I mean, they they didn't. That's not a necessary thing. I don't think. Like, I mean, okay, Crowell got hurt, but I don't think. I don't. It doesn't matter in the sense of like, there were plenty of other guys to like, just kind of plug in. Like, looking at who went later, like they could have gotten Daryl Henderson pretty later. Whoever, like, I I just would have them rather gotten someone else had a you know more useful position i guess but they had a lot of picks and they made the most of it yeah i'd like, still rather have Cleo Cleo still good yeah um i did like the jonathan abram safety pick that they they got at the end of the first yeah i was in, i was indifferent on that but i mean but he was my top safety in the draft yeah some people really liked him so but like i'm I got- just looking at like instead of josh jacobs they could have taken montez sweat like <laughs> right yeah i would have so much rather have that like if you just tell me you're okay i'm gonna add clennon clellan farrell and montez sweat defense i'd have been like you know cool like that's you know i can i can live with that but uh my thing is how did anybody like christian wilkins fall to 13 like yeah. watching that guy he looks like the best defensive lineman in the draft the dolphins are like wait what <laughs> <laughs> I I'm like I'm so stoked to watch him play. Mm-hmm. So this is I know it's gonna be fun to see how these work. Yeah, that's my 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 favorite part is just kind of like seeing all the talent where they go. Which they... coaches use the guys? Which gonna... <laughs> so we'll see. But um, anyway, thank you everyone for tuning in to Mozzie and the Muscle. Hope you all enjoyed the draft. Hope you're a Giants fan right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't be sad. The rest of your draft was good. Yeah. You just, you know, sit the franchise back a bit. Um, yeah. Uh, whatever, yeah. But, um, yeah, we hope you all have a good draft season. Um, hope your rookie drafts go well, that you, uh, that you don't take Daniel Jones. <laughs> and um, <laughs> just don't don't go don't go full Gettleman. Just never go full Gettleman. Never go full Gettleman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Thanks, guys.